Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to be talking about easy work lunches and how to create a filling, delicious lunch that nourishes your body and gets you through a busy day. Welcome back to the Daily Dollar podcast, everyone. What a fab day to talk about work lunches because I'm sure most of you are heading off to work today or even if your work involves staying at home or being parent to kids at home, you will get a lot out of today's session. I'm just focusing on pure practicality today. We're not getting really sciencey or anything like that. We're just talking real life, practical, easy, healthy work lunches. So for those of you who are tuning into The Daily Dollop for the first time, my name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. Small treat today is that some of the Healthy Eating Hub and Clinic teams have um, contributed to the episode today, so we'll hear from them in a little bit. But random fun fact about me that I was talking to someone about the other day, and it came up as we were talking about soft drink and, you know, them being shocked and appalled that soft drink is still sold in some school canteens around the country and it being super, super bad for them. And, you know, I sort of popped up, you know, it's also not great for their teeth either. And so dental caries is a huge problem for kids and people who drink a lot of soft drink. And then I was thinking about the fact that so is also dried fruit. So get this, I had three fillings in my baby teeth before I was six years old And it was because I ate a lot of sultanas. So my mum used to feed me a lot of sultanas. I love you, mum. There's no guilt here, okay? It's just a fun fact. Um, You're the best. But I distinctly remember going to the dentist as a really young, I don't know, five, six-year-old, and I had three fillings um, in my baby teeth just from eating too much dried fruit. I think I must have eaten so many sultanas that I've OD'd on them because I'm not a huge fan of them now. They just kind of like irk me a little bit and I would prefer not to eat them. If you made me something with sultanas in them, I'd be polite and I'd eat it. So I don't hate them that much, but not a fan. And you know what is the ultimate disappointment? Thinking that a biscuit is chalk chip when it actually is sultanas. That's like the ultimate disappointment in life for me. Super, super sad. Never do that to me, okay? Tell me they're sultanas and that they're not chalk chips. But on with today's show where we're talking about work lunches. I get it. They can be a challenge and full disclosure, I forget lunch with the best of them. I truly do. Ask my team. I frequently forget my lunch. I'm a reasonably chaotic person at times and I'm not a linear or logical or strategic thinker. I'm pretty crazy um, in how I think. I'm highly creative. I'm a really big picture thinker. And that means that just sometimes the small details of my life just get forgotten. Sometimes I forget my lunch because I literally haven't prepped anything and I've just 
walked out the door. Sometimes I forget my lunch and I have made it and it's beautiful and all planned and prepped, but it's just in my fridge at home and I've just forgot to bring it. Uh, Other times I've just thrown myself so into work that I just haven't thought even about eating and that happens to me frequently. So I just want you to know that there's no perfection here in today's episodes. This is going to be real life on the coal face kind of advice. So don't stress if you're finding work lunches challenging. This is a super normal thing. And you know what? Sometimes we skip the meal and we don't have enough to eat or we buy something or bring something that we don't like eating and then we all know the consequences of that, right? So we get hungry. So if we haven't eaten enough or we've skipped the meal, right? And then when we finally do get home from work, we eat all the things in the pantry, all the things that we can get our hands on. Um, or you Uber Eats. I do that. Uber Eats. It's so easy. It's too easy. Um, and, you know, you get all carried away with all the yummy options on there, which is absolutely fine to do, but it can get expensive. And 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 oftentimes takeaway food can be more energy dense than we need and, and not enough nutrition. I actually did a big literature review and a research paper on food prepared away from home and it's pretty conclusive that the evidence is that food made away from home, so takeaway and restaurant food, is significantly higher in energy, fat, salt and sugar um, and lower in nutrition than food that's prepared at home. So just being mindful of that is important. It doesn't mean you can never eat out but certainly if it happens all the time, It's super expensive and not as nutritious. So let's get stuck into some tips. I've got four tips that I'd like to share with you. And then my team are popping in there to Bob's Worth as well. So let's get stuck into tip number one is map out your week. So look, When I am organized, one of the things that does help me get through the week better is having a look at the week ahead, at my work calendar, see what meetings I've got in, you know, and then jotting down some food ideas that then work around those meetings. Sometimes I have to work over lunch or I'm in my car traveling from different um, catch-ups with people. And so I need to plan a meal that I can eat on the go. Sometimes I'm in the office and I've got the full hour, the healthy eating clinic has a rule. It's my rule for my team. We actually close at lunchtime. So the phones go on answering machine and you'll get a lovely voicemail message saying that we're taking a break and having lunch and the doors get locked. So my team can all have a break, have a proper lunch and recharge and then get back into their work for the afternoon. Super, super important. So if I know I'm going to be around then, I know I've got a full hour to create a meal and that's going to be super excellent as well. But Just knowing what you've got up ahead means that you can plan for it. You know, if you've got a meeting over lunch where you can't eat, maybe you can plan a bigger snack beforehand so that you're not starving, you know, after your meeting. Just different things like that. Just being strategic and thinking about what you're going to need in advance. The other thing is, is if you're not used to doing this, is also practicing just trial and error because sometimes you'll come up with a strategy and you'll think that's a super great idea and then you'll do it and you'll think, that's actually not a super great idea after all. Trust me, I do that all the time. I'm the ideas lady. Most of my ideas don't work. Some of them do. You're listening to one of them right now, but a lot of my crazy ideas don't work. Same with my food. 
a lot of my ideas don't work, but some of them do. And I just like pocket that bad boy away as being a strategy that can help me in my life. Tip number two is to make lunch at the same time you're making dinner. I love this tip. Now, this is not the same as leftovers, which we'll talk about in a second. This is the this is looking at when you're in the kitchen, can you kill two birds with one stone? So I cook dinner pretty much six out of seven nights a week. And then on the seventh night, we probably buy something or we go to someone's house, family's house for dinner or my husband will make something. But I find myself in the kitchen, maybe waiting for something to cook or um, yeah, I've got five minutes to go before I can do the next step in the method of the recipe I'm cooking. And so I think, hmm, what could I do in this next five minutes to help me get ready for my lunch tomorrow? And I often find I can easily get my lunch done. You know, if I'm chopping a salad for dinner, I'll chop extra, chuck it in a container for lunch to have with whatever I end up having for lunch. I might pull out um, some leftover, you know, chicken or fry some up or you know, just looking in my cupboard, seeing what's around, maybe I'll boil up a serve of pasta to then throw into my salad, just different things like that. Really quick, really easy. And I love that because then the morning comes and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat for lunch? And then I remember how organized I was the day before when I thought about myself. So think about future you, future you will thank you. Tip number three is what's your food environment like? You know, do you have a microwave available to you? Do you have a fridge available to you? Do you need to invest in a thermos or a cooler bag? You know, are you eating in the car? Are you eating at a meeting, right? Thinking about your food environment. If there is supermarkets nearby, what sort of convenient healthy options do they have there? If you check out the convenience meal episode, you'll know what I'm talking about, right? There's lots of different ways that you can analyze your food environment and then make some choices around how you're going to eat and and make that easy for yourself. You know, shift workers and teachers, um, nurses, right, paramedics, they, they have particularly challenging workplaces to eat well. It's not impossible, but your key there is, is forethought, flexibility and thinking about your food environment and then trial and erroring different meals or having some plan B meals that you can, you know, rely on if plan A doesn't go to plan. So I said I had four tips. I only had three. I lied. So let's get stuck in. Here is um, Melissa from my team. I'm Melissa and I'm a dietitian at the Healthy Eating Clinic. On work days, I almost always bring leftovers from dinner the night before. I'm a very lazy person and the idea of having to rush or take extra time in the morning to throw a lunch together is very unappealing. Relying on leftovers has helped me save money whilst making sure I tick all the nutrition boxes, particularly around eating enough vegetables. Sometimes the leftover meal might not be what I feel like on the day, but considering the amount of effort I put in, which is zero, I can totally live with that. My top leftover meals are the ones that I can get six or more meals out of from a single cook. These include zucchini or vegetable slice, which I'll serve with a side of leafy salad mix, spag ball, curries, or stir fries, which I put lots of vegetables in. I hope you find these useful. Thank you so much, Melissa. Amazing ideas. Leftovers are so handy, particularly if you're not a big meal planner in that you don't love the act of meal planning or high levels of organisation. It means that you pretty much only have to worry about planning one meal. Like all you have to do is plan dinners, 
make sure that at those dinners you're cooking a number of serves to give you dinner and then lunch the next day and you are set. And so long as you're a consistent dinner cooker, this strategy will work for you really, really well. And I find this works for me, but I don't rely on it fully because I don't always have meals that have leftovers and I'm also cooking for four. And so my growing children are eating a lot at the moment actually. And so I don't often have leftovers. So, but it's one piece of ammunition that I rely on as well. Let's hear from Claire. Hi, I'm Claire and I'm a dietitian at the Healthy Eating Clinic with Kate Freeman. Uh, I have actually recently discovered a very easy lunch option, which is to grab a a big batch of a pre-made curry from Costco and actually break that up into five meals. And then what I'll do is cook up a little bit of rice and chuck in some frozen vegetables. And that actually does for five or six meals for the full week. So I'm all set. I've recently discovered that and it's delicious. Can highly recommend. Cheers. So good, Claire. Bulk cooking and eating the same thing for the week is an easy, simple solution, particularly for those of you with decision fatigue. So you just can't be bothered thinking about multiple things to eat for the week ahead. So all you have to do is just pick one thing and you can either make that meal in bulk yourself. So you can make the curry yourself if you want to add more veggies in or control the amount of coconut milk. Hot tip is I often in a curry recipe halve the coconut milk and then substitute in chicken or vegetable stock. Still just as saucy, I drop the calories a bit but no loss of flavor. So you can make the meal in bulk yourself, divide it out into containers, away you go. All like Claire's done is also know if you don't have time to do that bulk cook, that you can buy something in bulk and then all you have to do is spend the time portioning it out, adding those veggies, portioning out the rice and away you go. You can control how much you eat, how much veggies you add. It's a fabulous idea. I absolutely love that. All right, now let's hear from Natasha. I'm Natasha and I'm a dietitian with Kate at the Healthy Eating Clinic. My number one piece of advice would be to plan and prepare meals that you actually want to eat so that when it does get to lunchtime, you're not tempted to go purchase a meal that may be less nutritious than a home-cooked packed lunch. I mean, I've been there as well, miserable eating something tasteless or boring, wishing it was something better. So I've actually made it a priority to build up my lunch recipe bank so that when lunchtime does roll around, I'm genuinely excited about what I'm about to eat. Um, I think it's important to note that the recipes don't have to be Michelin star meals. Um, My favourites include frittatas, a veggie and lentil pasta bake and zucchini fritters. Oh, Natasha, so good. This is fabulous advice. Plan what you want to eat. You know the days you have this measly tin of tuna and salad that you're like, so boring. And all your friends are coming back to the office with a BLT and chips and it just smells delicious and you are really wishing you had something yummy or it's a cold day oh or you're in cold air conditioning like I am right now and you just want a hot tasty comforting meal but you don't have that you have this really cold boring salad make food that you want to eat so for example I really love pizza I have this fabulous recipe on the healthy eating hubs website which is pizza toasted sandwich and that was my breakfast my breakfast my lunch today and I was really looking forward to it and I served it with a big side salad so I still got all my veggies in you know it hit all my nutritional goals but it was something that I really was looking forward to eating so fabulous advice Natasha thank you lastly let's hear from Esmerie 
Hey, I'm Esmeri and manage marketing for The Hub and Clinic. As a working mum, my go-to is usually relying on dinner leftovers for lunch. However, that method is not always foolproof. So I am a big fan of keeping my kitchen stocked with convenient stuff where I just grab something and throw it together at work in less than 10 minutes. For example, wraps, pre-cooked rice or pasta packets, frozen vegetables... Um, frozen fish or couscous in those steam pouches from the frozen food section in your supermarket, pre-prepared salad mixes or tins of those flavoured tuna. Besides salad, everything can be frozen or has a long shelf life, which is handy. So I usually mix and match whatever I feel like on the day and lunch is usually ready within 10 minutes. Another favourite is frozen salt and pepper squid, which I add with the salad mix and aioli. The, um, the squid takes about 10 minutes to warm up and it's ready in no time. She legit does bring salt and pepper squid to work. No lie. And we all like, oh, so yum. And I told you before that we all eat lunch together because we lock the office down and take a break. We have a great time at lunchtime, just prioritizing the break and eating together and oh, eyeing off each other's food. It's a really great moment. So I hope you're inspired with your work lunches. Get some thinking done. The best way to tackle the dilemma of work lunches is to just get started. You know, start making a list of ideas and then start doing some trial and error. Take action. Action is where the magic happens. Have a great day team. I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles, right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, Give me a review. Leave some five stars there. I would super love that. Share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time.